Well, bonds once again are driving the agenda and they've been fairly well contained today, which has helped equities jump higher. Another $24 billion worth of 30-year bonds has been foisted on the market. They did okay. And that $1.9 trillion package is just a Biden signature away. But the ECB accelerates its bond-buying program. Vaccines continue to be the numbers to watch. And the UK trade figures will be interesting later on, not because of COVID, but because of Brexit. Remember that? It's Friday, the 10th of March, 2021. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. Now, you're having uh, difficulty predicting what's going on with US equities. I am. Today, the NASDAQ is up. 2.5%. It's like a pendulum, isn't it? Although the VIX index would suggest that the volatility is dying down. It's below 22 for the first time in almost three weeks. The Dow and the S&P both up more than 1%. Smaller rises in Europe, but enough for them to help uh, reach new pandemic highs uh, on various indices in Europe. Further falls in the US dollar this morning, down another 0.3% on the DXY. That's 0.9% down over the last few days. And the Aussie and Canadian dollars have gained the most, both about half a percent up. The pound and the euro a little over 0.3% up this morning. And bond yields are back on the way up in the United States, so a rise of two basis points on 10-year treasuries. But on the way down in Europe, down two in Germany, for example, but the exception is uh, the UK, which is still in Europe, uh, which is up two basis points. And Aussie 10-year yields down six basis points to 1.64%. And oil has bounced back with a vengeance, more than 2% up for WTI and Brent this morning. So make sense out of all of that. Well, we don't need to make sense of it because we've got David DeGarris, Director of Economics for Markets at NAB currently in Melbourne, to uh, help us make sense. I mean, it was karma, wasn't it? We can definitely say that. Uh, it's as though those inflation fears have been nipped in the bud because uh, uh, the tech stocks have bounced back there. I find that a bit curious. For example, Apple, Microsoft, yeah. Facebook, all up well over 2% today. Yeah, good morning, Phil. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 to encapsulate what you said there quite nicely is really at the centre of all this price action has really been the bond market, hasn't it? Um, mm. And that's really just having, again, a big say in the tone of asset markets as it has today. So one yeah. of my colleagues said so, in a meeting we had yesterday, you know, uh, investors have to turn them into bond strategists, turn themselves into bond strategists now. So, I mean, the big picture is that, um, you know, you've got a lot of this stimulus coming down the pipeline, but um, really setting the tone for the, for the, for the day uh, even though uh, the president is about to sign that bill into law, uh, it's been, was though were those US, uh, tame U.S. core CPI figures the day before? So, you know that provided the sort of uh, salve to the market. Um, well, thank goodness, in fact, you know because we had because uh, otherwise, I mean, we you know first of all got well, we knew the stimulus was going to happen, but now you know as you're saying, it's, it's just needs Joe Biden's signature on it. But then we had uh, new jobless claims for the week ending the March of the sixth. Mm. They were down mm. from seven hundred fifty-four thousand the week before to seven hundred twelve thousand. Yes. So that's improving, and then a big leap in job openings as well. Yes. So lots of new jobs around. Whether they match the unemployed for skills and abilities yes, if yes. only life was that simple but if we seems we had all that good news if we hadn't seen that, that, that those cpi numbers showing that we weren't seeing cpi growth then uh, yeah we might have seen a different story today it, it, it could have and quite easily absolutely and um i think it when you think about the the stimulus that's coming there and later on in the year the stimulus from the from the eurozone you know with the next generation eu program that we're going to be revisiting, you know, the um, the market digesting this reflate these reflation trades. So we haven't seen the last of that um, by any stretch of the imagination. But on the day, the bond market has been 
very well behaved and um, the equity market just loves it, as you uh, said in your introduction there. Yeah, well, and and the bond action today has been somewhat influenced as well by 24 billion new bonds, 30-year bonds being auctioned today. They... uh that wasn't too disappointing? No, it wasn't. Um, you know, we saw yesterday with the 10-year that um, that got away pretty well in the end and the um, the 24 billion of 30-year bonds uh, yield of 2.295% and a bid cover ratio of um, 2.28, uh, up a little bit. So the higher the bid cover ratio, the higher the uh, investor interest. So to, uh, 2.28 up from 2.18. So... That was pretty well received. So that was a bit of uh, late mail for the market there that um, you know investors are back in the market again and a lot less nervous than they were, say, um, two to three weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I guess they'll be in the market if they know something. For now, anyway. Yeah, for now. I, know, I guess they'll be in the market if they know banks are going to buy, central banks are going to buy them back if they need to. So let's, <laughs> let's have a look at what's Indeed. happening. Indeed. It brings us nicely onto what's happening in Europe because the ECB, well, they've said they're going to buy at a faster rate. They're not going to increase the size of the pandemic emergency purchase program but christine lagarde has been saying well the recovery is uh, you know it's being held back we've got high rates of infections we've got the virus mutations we've got yes. the associated measures lockdown measures associated with that so they're going to buy up ban- bonds at a faster rate from now on indeed um you know the market was really interested in the tactics of the ecb and we, we saw uh, in the second half of february when we those bond markets really had that uh, indigestion that um the ECB uh, buying under their pandemic emergency uh, purchase program uh, actually seemed to tail off in the in the second half of the month. So and the market was wondering, you know, what is going on? Why didn't they ramp it up rather than rather than tail it off? Now that that was a subject that uh, one or two questions asked the ECB president in the press conference, and uh, she was pointing out that well, they really needed to revisit this at their governing council meeting. Um, it's not something they need to to change tactics on from one week to the next. Um, that, that's my me paraphrasing, uh, which I think was a curious explanation. But whatever. Um, t- today, they, they the, the, the formal statement said the governing council expects purchases under the PEWP over the next quarter to be conducted at a significantly higher pace. Than during the first months of the year. So, as you say, they didn't increase the total size of the envelope, but in essence, they've uh, they've brought it forward. Although they did say that if they need more, they could expand the size of the envelope, or if they get to the point where um, QE uh, can stop and they haven't used the whole envelope, well, well, that's fine too. So. Mm doesn't necessarily restrict their uh, the latitude in, in, in total filth. So she didn't use the inflation word, did she? It was all really to do with the speed of recovery. It's um, No, the, the inflation is really at the centre of their uh, their action. So that even more so than I'd say um, the Fed or uh, the Reserve Bank. But of course, what they've been, you're right, they are concerned about the recovery and, and what they are concerned about right now. Of course, it's all about uh, the vaccination programs being rolled out, uh, and the fact that you know the UK, the one thing the UK has done really well is the vaccination program. You know, well, they're up to what over thirty five percent of the population now. The US even up to twenty nine percent. In Europe is is dragging the chain there at around ten yeah. percent. 
So and, go to the New York Times website today, actually. They've got mm. a vaccine tracker. It's got a useful map, a good visual oh, yes. demonstration of what's happening. So you've got the US on almost 29 doses per 100 people, the UK yes. 36, yes. Germany 10, yes. France 9. Yes. So, I mean, you know, it's very clear, isn't it? They are well behind. It uh, is. It is. And, uh, and not only that, there is a fear that that, that seems to be more of a scepticism in the population about vaccinations yeah. in, in some parts of Europe. So uh, that plus the fact that their stimulus is not coming to the second coming until the second half of the year. So that's the uncomfortable backdrop for the ECB facing yeah. into importing higher bond yields from the United States and making it more difficult for their economic recovery. Yeah, you would have thought, actually, the euro might have been a bit weaker today, but that didn't happen. But it did, uh, well, quite a reaction uh, in Italy. Uh, the the uh, yes. Italian bonds went from 0.66% to 0.58%. Uh, that's eight basis points down in just half an hour. Yes. Uh, and yes. we've seen equities up as well there, as well as we've seen yes. in, in the yes. US. Yes, 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 exactly right. So, And that was one of the things pointed out, that not only would they be increasing the rate of uh, of purchases of um, of bonds, but also across uh, asset classes and jurisdictions, Phil. So that, that wasn't lost on uh, in the bond market. As you say, big reaction in uh, the Italian 10-year. Right now, it's, um, well, it's down still a net 7.4 base, basis, net 7.4 basis points for the day, and the German Bund is down two. So um, the spread there is certainly contracted. So you know, the announcement has had its uh, immediate effect there. So the market will be continuing to watch these weekly purchase numbers as they pan out, although the, the, the ECB president said, well, don't expect it to happen exactly straight away, but um, that won't stop the market from looking from next week anyway. And they do seem to be getting into a real muddle, don't they, with uh, with vaccines in Europe? I mean, as you say, I mean, they do have the problem as well that there's a bit of scepticism about taking it there. Yes. Uh, but Norway, Denmark and Iceland stopping uh, using the AstraZeneca vaccine because of the possibility Possibility, yes. uh, of an association with blood clots, which uh, the regulator in Europe has said, well, we've got no evidence of that. And obviously AstraZeneca yes. are denying that. Yes. Yeah, Norway and Iceland, looking yes. at that New York Times, Norway and Ireland, uh, Iceland, 12 doses per 100 uh, so far. So they really can't afford to be slowing down their rollout. But they did pass, the uh, EU regulators passed a new the yes. new Johnson and Johnson one sheet one mm-hmm. shot vaccine. Uh, so, uh, oh, but there's question marks again about how quickly they're going to get that. So it's good news if they can get hold of it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and these these news reports, such as we heard from Denmark and uh, Norway and so forth overnight, uh, can only add to the scepticism amongst the population yeah. there, can't it? Because I mean, the the British authority came out straight away and said. Go get your vaccine. That's the most important thing. So you know, and uh, AstraZeneca, you know, same same thing, Phil. So didn't see any of those issues in their phase three trials. And we know, I mean, you just suspect that perhaps it has to do with other health issues. I mean, who knows? I, I'm I'm not a physician. I, I'm not an expert in that field. But one case out of you know millions. Know. So but yeah. I mean, we want we want absolute perfection. Everyone understands yeah, that, but you um, also want it quickly, don't the, the, you? It's like uh, you know, it's it's like yesterday. it's like in work. You know, if you're 100, percent if you're a perfectionist, you won't get anything done. If you if you're happy with 68 68 percent in my career, I was always happy with 68 percent because then you you move forward with that. Some people thought a C, a C was good in my time too, Phil. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and here we are. But look, don't you wish you had actually studied, uh, did a masters in economics and epidemiology? Just imagine how much in demand you'd be. 
do right now. Uh, look, let's look at... Uh, yes. We are in demand, obviously. Let's look at uh, the UK quickly before we go. We've got uh, GDP numbers out there today for January, which will yes. be down, of course, given the lockdowns, plus the balance of trade yes. and industrial and yes. manufacturing production. But, you know... Uh, does any of that matter? Because it really is going to be, how's the vaccine going? Pretty well. How quickly are they going to be out of, out of mm, lockdown? That, that's the big question. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, look, I, not not significantly from that point of view, although I think, you know, we've all already had reported those German trade numbers for January showing big declines in trade with the UK. So mm. it, so it is going to circle question. back, it, I think, yeah. politically. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, is this just the digestion getting the systems and the the forms and all that, all those issues sorted but um yeah i think it's more from that from that political point of view rather than markets waiting on the agency for the uh, for the monthly gdp or well that numbers. is going to be it's interesting to watch and see that emerge isn't it as as uh, how does the the balance of trade change as the as the vaccines start to clear up the situation we find ourselves in now what is the lasting damage from brexit that is going to be the next question absolutely look good to talk uh, we'll catch you again very soon thank you very much dave see you soon we'll do phil speak next week Cheers. always a pleasure talking to mr david degaris that's it from me i'm phil dobby for nab have a fantastic weekend i'll be back again on monday morning see you then